Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, so I told you guys how I had a fantasy football team for the first time this year. I did yeah. fantasy football. It was really fun. I had a good time. Did you win? Uh, I didn't win. I got like fourth place. Oh, it's fine. Speaking yeah, of, we got uh, to do that. We can reveal that. As I tell a story, you calculate the total. Oh, I don't need to calculate it. <laughs> okay. But anyway, I was Wait. in this group. Okay. I was in this group with a bunch of people, and here. it was uh, a bunch of people I hadn't met before. It's my friend Christine and her friends from college, but Christine wanted me to join, so I'm doing it. So can I'm I actually, ask a weird question? Yeah. Where'd your friend go to college? Because I can tell University. you. Boston University. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm going to meet actually them for the first time, most of them in Hawaii. Okay. So anyway, so um, I'm scrolling on uh, Twitter uh, during the Super Bowl, and I come across a tweet. And I was like, oh, this is funny. And it's like the the Nickelodeon broadcast, and it's Sandy Cheeks on the sideline. And it, the tweet is, women in sports. And it's just Sandy Cheeks. And it, I thought it was funny. So I retweeted it. And I the name looked familiar, but I was like, oh, I don't know. It's Megyn Kelly. Um, but it's not the that Megyn. journalist? Not that Megyn Kelly. Okay. So different person. But I was like, oh, okay. And then I retweeted it. My friend Christine was like, that's Megyn from our like our uh, fantasy football league oh, no and this way. tweet went viral it was like 324,000 likes wow. 3, retweets, and Megan got famous and we all were like texting her in the group chat and like being like oh my god remember us when you were, we were famous or whatever <laughs> so I think that's kind of funny to just come across something and like someone can go viral for like almost nothing they, 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 look if there was ever like a, a perfect recipe to make that stuff happen everybody would do it you just never know what that thing is that's going to catch everybody's fan fancy and just go crazy and yeah like if, espnw retweeted it like it's crazy it, it happens enough times where you, eventually you're going to run into the person that went by, that you know that person it's like yeah. oh that, that guy <laughs> really well, yeah well, like your friend who brought are, up the bob baffert news you're like oh my right, gosh right exactly there are some of these you know what are there short videos whatever it is people are freaking hilarious some of the creative stupid stuff that people will have out there some of them are awful it takes all it probably you miss on a hundred to get yeah. one but the ones that hit i mean so that's why it gets so easy to just get caught up watching all those videos all right so trev how do we do how do we shake out um well it's an interesting yeah. situation Jorge had a bad week in a number of different ways. Not only did the game not go your way, sorry, my friend, uh, you got one point out of a possible 24. (laughs) What did he get? Oh, man. He had the Kelsey under. Okay. Okay. Is the one that you had. You got one point. You finished uh, last with a grand total of 29. Emily, you had a pretty good Sunday. You got four out of six correct, and you got the bonus Gatorade color oh, yeah, correct. Right. So oh. you yeah. got three extra points there for a grand total of 16 on the weekend that brought your overall total to 47. Okay. So you finished in third. Then the Both showdown. Al and I mm-hmm. got five out of six right yesterday. What? Neither one of us got the bonus question right. Yeah. The difference is the one that you missed – was the one-point question. Mm-hmm. I missed the six-point question. So that gap is the difference yep. between me winning it and not. We finished in a tie with 54 points each. Well, very similar to Shanahan, we do not know the overtime rules, and we have no idea what we're going to do for overtime. So Shanahan is on the exact same vote as us well unlike shanahan we're going to communicate with our team on how we would like to do it right so we could have we could pick another game which would feel a little less anticlimactic or we could just end it right now we could flip a coin we could figure out uh for those who want to know what's at stake by the way i I already know what we should do now that you say flip the coin steak um (laughs) i did say steak i did this is what's at stake basically what we're going to determine here is now who's um paying for breakfast Right, we already did well, lunch. The three people will be paying. One yes. person will be choosing. So it's basically who gets to choose for okay. breakfast. Okay, you could say choose. Okay, yeah. so I say we do exactly what we did on um, on Super Bowl Sunday yesterday. Didn't we do heads or tails? And you said tails never fails, which it didn't in overtime. It did at the beginning, but of it the did game. in the beginning. It was heads. <laughs> I went heads. 
So why don't we just pick the exact same one and we do our same one right here? You go tails, I go heads. What if I'm not feeling tails yeah, right now? Well, I'm I'm going heads. So if not, then we got to pick something else. Let's <laughs> pick a name out of a hat. But tails and frills, uh, Travis. <laughs> yeah. Let, all right, let's do it. So are we going to do okay. it in here? All right, let's do it. We figured out that Parker is the best coin flipper. Yeah. Out oh of yeah. All of us. Did well, you no, learn no, it this man was, Yeah, we had 64 people <laughs> competing for this. So heads or tails is going to determine. Who's picking, paying, all that stuff. Al's got heads. I got got heads. Let it go. All right. And what's the reveal? It's heads. Oh, no. (laughs) Alan Sliwa wins the postseason for picks. Ah, Should have picked heads. Where are we going? Um, L.A., we might need a little help on this one. Wait a second. I want you just won and you're opening it up to the class. You you were so certain earlier. I want. Can you guys wait for a quick second? No, no. Let's go. I want great suggestions for breakfast burritos. Travis, what do you want? And based (laughs) off of what you guys give us, that's where we're gonna go get our breakfast burritos. Alan, you gotta pick yours. I do know. I want breakfast burritos. All right. Pick your favorite breakfast plate. No, I want LA to help me. Are you Alan. guys serious? You guys don't want suggestions I didn't, from the audience? I didn't audience? go and get suggestions for Olive Garden. I picked nah, it because I liked yeah. Olive Garden. All right. Well, I'll let you guys know based on the suggestions <laughs> but you what still, we're going to get. You guys can still uh, let them know. <laughs> yeah. Why would we not do that? Nah, why would not? Why would I not ask LA because, for the bex, best breakfast win. burrito places? You would. That's why. Yeah. Oh, my God. Come on, man. Oh, come on, man. These people. Yeah. Come on. Come on, pick man. one. Or do it in I, secret, I, Alan. I, I, do it in I secret. Love, and just pick one. Just I pick one. Things. It's not okay. There's I love no wrong the answer. People <laughs> get annoyed about. Uh, I it love that. You don't have to take a poll of the That class. is my no, favorite. No. Can I pick since he doesn't want to pick? Can I do people it? People get annoyed about. Let's go to Denny's. No. Yes. no. Absolutely not. Let's go to Denny's. He lost. I know, but you don't have a preference. You came in with a lead. I won the whole thing. Hey, L.A., wouldn't you love Denny's? <laughs> now tweet no. Alan for Denny's. But you're not even picking Breakfast one. burritos. Help me out, L.A. Good spot. Okay. Oh Somewhere kind of local within, let's say, this a 10-minute is... radius. That's going to be our breakfast spot We've that we're going to We've lowered the bar even further. This is just <laughs> you... tragic. Yeah. Congrats, Lee, on winning the postseason. Tragic. What would you have Asking been? L.A. Denny's. Denny's. There you go. The yeah, we ain't going there? to Denny's. You got second. I have. <laughs> I know I did, but you yeah. won and you don't have you a pick. You got fourth. You got third. But you don't have a pick. I'll have a pick by tomorrow. <laughs> I could pick when I want to. <laughs> I won. Oh, maybe we should have LA flip coins until uh, March. gets the one. Listen, you're listen, in March when I'm not here. Listen, <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Yeah, leave, leave your eleven dollars on the counter before you leave. Hey, exactly Niners, right. Niners, relax. Chiefs will pick where they want to go when when it's time. But you're not picking. That's the point, Al. You're you're missing the the top line headline. You won. Yeah. It's Alan Sliwa's choice. Yes. It's like Mahomes saying, "Hey, where, yes. where should I go celebrate my win?" Yeah. Like, come Disneyland. On. No, 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 no. Let, let me let me let me oh, finish here. I won. I won. I know you did. So just everybody relax. But does it not? I won. Does it not freak out that the other six people in the room went, what? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all, because I won. Uh, never change, Al. We love you. Second, third, and fourth, oh, when it's your turn to talk, oh, we'll tell you gosh. when it's time to talk. <laughs> it's just you're not there yet. I know. It's okay. We, you we, guys lost. No, well, man, that is not even, it's not even about the loss. It's not about, it's about the loss. He doesn't understand. I know. It's like a Zoom okay, class. Hold on. If I can pull the tape, it says, you got to pick your place, your favorite breakfast spot. That's what we said. Right. Not Unless you, LA. Right. Like, so like, then I went to LA to say, no. what's but your, LA, but it's what are your the best no. breakfast burrito no. spots? That is, our point no. is that it's not your favorite spot. Yeah, but what if I don't know the best breakfast burrito spot? That's why you bring what you think is best. Not what you think LA is. I love people complaining. Keep complaining. (laughs) Winners win. I got the W. I'll have a spot for you guys tomorrow. Maybe. Maybe maybe till Wednesday. Maybe Thursday, Cody. Just open up Zagat's and pick one out of that. Just go to the top of the list. (laughs) Denny's. Yes, that's what I like. Uh, Out of all places. That's what I like. Luckily, you didn't win, and we don't have to go there. But what do you like the best? Just just name one spot that you've bought one from, and we'll go there. Just just listen. The idea is to get breakfast. (laughs) I don't know the best breakfast burrito spot in L.A., so they're going to help me get that. (laughs) Okay, sure. Fine. It's a Bud Light reaction Monday. (laughs) React to Alan's pick. Doesn't have to like it. React to Alan winning. Congratulations, Alan. We're reacting all day to last night's battle in Vegas. The Chiefs are the Super Bowl 58 champions. Usher, Al wins. Uh, Thanks to Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up some at your local convenience stores. Ray DeRubin, Laker or Lucky Boys in Pasadena on Arroyo for a breakfast burrito. Maybe that's one of the options. I'm not sure yet. I'll let you guys know later in the week. Now, see, the way you could save like this, this, the way you could save this, yeah. 
is if you actually went and sampled all of these places and then came back and said, this is that. the one that I like the most. Not that. the one that Raider Rubin likes oh, the most. Favorite he breakfast burrito um, is in WeHo Dialogue. Okay, maybe I'll go take a look there. There's another one in downtown LA. There's actually a really good one Azteca. At where? Best breakfast burrito in LA. Denny's. This is good. LA, don't worry. They these, they like to hate. <laughs> no, like we, to, I think, listen, I think listen, corner, listen, we're all pretty comfortable listen, with corner cottage and Burbank. LA, cottage second, Burbank. third, and fourth. <laughs> don't listen to them. But, listen to first here. Okay, sure. This is going to backfire on you. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> hey, our boy Josh is a, a uh, villains has a cool up brunch buffet. If you guys want to go there, so there you go. That's another suggestion. Ooh, did you see the little face, the Kobe's face that they were putting yeah. on those drinks? Laura sent me a picture. That looked it's amazing. Cool. Yeah. That looked amazing. Shout out to Josh and Crack. Does anybody know how to? Do you guys know how they do that? Like, how do you make a printed on the top of a drink? Like, I know how they do like the leaf in a coffee. You just kind of drag a toothpick through yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Like Laura had one with uh, like her on it. Cause yeah, she made it for her. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know how they do that. It's kind of crazy. Well, you got to go to Craft Smoke and Fire and figure out. Saca la bocita. Yeah. Right? You guys could have won there if you guys won. <laughs> <laughs> you guys going to win. Uh, do, hey, we do, do we want to do Spencer Dinwiddie yet, or should we let L.A. pick? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you. We're going to do Dinwiddie on the other uh, okay. side. You want to know why? Because <laughs> yeah. I won. Yeah, there right. you go. There That's you go. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. I think I got it down to about five, and it could happen within the next week or so that I actually announce it. A <laughs> lot of know. lucky boys in Pasadena. Corner Cottage in Burbank. Um, Dona Inez, if I pronounce that Doña, right. Doña Inez. Doña Inez. Yeah. A lot of good suggestions corner, out here. Uh, corner Cottage, dude, those burritos are massive. Oh, look. Corner Have you ever had any of those sudden, places? Oh. a little bit over here now, huh? No, no, because no. I, I would have picked that some spot. Yeah, he's, he's, here. he's been to but that I don't spot. Know also, that Kumquat <laughs> in uh, Holland Park, also great. Okay. Yeah, well, I'll let Wake all of you know. If, if, what's the name of the spot? Where you've been we to? end up going? Corner Cottage, but they only open from like five in the morning to like one or okay. twelve. They, they don't mm -hmm. open all day. It's, it's good. Just the morning spot. It's yeah, because really you've been there. Yeah, really good. Because cool. yep. I've been there. Yep, second place. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not mad. No, I, I know. One. I know you're not. I'm just <laughs> I, I saying just... that I will pick the burrito spot <laughs> based on picking. the suggestions that you're I get. Not picking it. You know what? Then you should have won. Come on, Al. You're annoyed. I am annoyed that you don't have an opinion. Why? I mean, because you don't have an opinion on a burrito. I'm asking people in LA for a burrito, a breakfast burrito <sighs> spot. Do you really not get it? I, I apparently I don't. <laughs> I just know that okay. I won. Well, just, if you did win, <laughs> I did. Then you immediately punted it to the group, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> what are you yeah. gonna do? Yeah. Genesis Week has arrived at Riviera Country Club as we get ready for Tiger's tournament to hit the Southland. And Tiger, he is playing. He's teeing off on Tuesday. You can be there this weekend at Riv Inside the Ropes, which is even better. Listen to the Travis Slee Show Monday through Wednesday, today through Wednesday, for the cue to call. And when you hear it, you're gonna want to be calling number seven eight seven seven seven. 
710-ESPN-877-710-3776, and you win two general admission tickets to the Genesis, and you will qualify for the incredible Inside the Ropes experience at Riviera. Don't miss the roar this weekend. Get your tickets to the Genesis Invitational at genesisinvitational.com. So, uh, Rob Polinka basically took Spencer Dinwiddie on a recruiting trip. He was at the game oh. over the weekend. They were sitting together, and then shortly thereafter, we find out that he's joining the team. A little depth at point guard, a little more experience along the way. And, you know, had they made like a trade to get him, it would have been like, okay, cool, mm-hmm. you got him, whatever, depending on what goes out. But to get him for just nothing along the way other than a little bit of money – why not, right? What's the downside? Well, no, this isn't actually one of those. I don't think this is one of those that, hey, what's the downside? He's going to help the Lakers. Dinwiddie's a good basketball player. Ten years in the league, 10 or 11, um, has been in some playoff situations before, has been on some decent teams with the Dallas Mavericks where he had a, a, a real role. Um, he comes to the Lakers. I, I think they got very fortunate. Let's put it that way. And let's give the Lakers credit because – he could. He's making a million and a half with the Lakers. Could have made five million with Dallas. Five and some change with the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Well, why did he pick the Lakers then? If this just came down to why did he? Because um, you know the first thing that comes to my mind, honestly, I'm, when, when, I'm curious to see if we're on the he same. Must page not like playing with Luca. No, I don't think it's that. The, why would you take less money to go to a team that's further behind? Okay. So here, here are a couple reasons of what I would think. One. I got a little bit more fear in the Gabe Vincent thing that I'm sure there's probably some dialogue of, you're going to be our backup point guard. We have no idea more if Gabe minutes. Vincent's going to come back. You're going to get, yeah. get more of a, a okay. profile with the Lakers. I think the other part, too, I know the Mavs are in front of the Lakers in the standings. I think he probably thinks the talent on the Lakers, I have a better chance of a legitimate run, maybe more exposure just because it's the Lakers. I tie those into it more than the initial look at because let, let me tell you something. When he got bought out, the Mavs played the New York Knicks on maybe it was Thursday. He was behind the Mavericks bench when they were playing the Knicks, and it looked like, oh, okay, he's just going to go to the Dallas Mavericks, and then the next day he's obviously with uh, with Palenka and the Lakers. So he's been in the NBA 10 years. Yeah. Okay. At the, And he's been – He's kind of a guy, right? He's not. A, he's not a star. He, he's a guy that plays in the league, and but he'll you probably his name. You know, yeah, he's, he's out there, right? But to leave three and a half million dollars on the table is not nothing, right? I, and and he's made a nice living, and he's like I said, he's been in the league ten years, so it's not like he's just scraping by and every penny matters. But that's for a couple of months of work. That's a significant difference. Plus, along you're not the way. going to like Denver, right? Where you're saying, hey, no, at no, least that would I'm make the favorite. Go to Denver. Go to OKC. Go to Milwaukee. the Celtics. Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Sure, that that makes sense. But you're talking about two teams that are kind of in the pack. One team is slightly ahead of the other. I agree with you. It's not a huge difference between the Mavericks and the Lakers, but you've got two stars that the team is going to be driven by, right? LeBron in L.A., Luca in Dallas. And that he'd been the other place before and chose a place he hadn't been before. Hmm. Like, I, I've tasted what that is over there. And maybe he didn't hate it, but maybe I didn't love it. Let's go try something else. The the money and that, that he had been somewhere, I don't know, pick, 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 San Antonio. Never mm-hmm. played there or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't think so. I'm going to go over here. Okay. But that he knew what it was like in that organization and that he opted out of it. There, there's there's something there. Maybe it's just as simple as minutes. He's going to play more, put more on tape, or, or and have an opportunity to go do something else. But that he went for less surprised me. I think I think they're usually guys that it's not uncommon. The Lakers have an edge in some of these buyout players because they want some exposure, and they know the Lakers are probably going to give them the most exposure. As in just straight, these are NBA. They're televised on TNT, ESPN, NBA TV, whatever it is. It's always just yeah, attention towards one, the Lakers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, yeah, ten. Keep going. Nationally televised games. And I don't even know right if that now. counts NBA TV. Yeah, not NBA TV. That's just ABC, ESPN, yep. and TNT. This one other thing too, and I don't know how much it comes into play. He's from LA. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that also has something to do with it. I get a chance to go play in front of my home sure. crowd. Could be mm-hmm. three and a half million bucks. I mean, if I'm close to your family, maybe if you have children here, yeah. I'm just curious as to why these other things. But I think there is a little smoke where the Luca situation, because again, if it's like 
because not many people have talked about you know Luca as a teammate as well. You know he's an incredible talent. Sure. But could there be some sort of like I would rather not be teammates with that person again? I've been I've been teammates with him and I choose not to do it again. It, it, it's it's interesting. And the Lakers have an opportunity going into the break, which by the way the All Star break is this weekend. Tomorrow and Wednesday, the Lakers play against two teams that they should probably handle. That all of a sudden going Utah, into the not break, not a guarantee. I'll tell you that, not a guarantee, but at least mm-hmm. you get it at home, right? Mm-hmm. No, so, at Utah. Oh, is it at Utah? So they'll okay. go back to okay. back. They'll go Pistons at Utah. Even if you split, then knowing that it's at Utah now, let's say you split, you go in, you'll have won five of seven at five that point. Five of seven, yeah. So for considering how they've played for the majority of the season, where win two, lose two, win one, lose one, just kind of always been right around five hundred. Mm-hmm. To have just a little bit of momentum going in there. Better to have it than not have it, I guess. I mean, until they're in the playoffs, we're never going to really know what they are because you just never really know which version of that team is going to show up on any given night. But some positive momentum towards February, that's not the end of the world. All right, am am I, is this somebody that could just get lost because I'm a Laker fan? And you tell me if I'm putting too much into this or, Al, what are you talking about? What have you seen to think of this? Why do I feel like... They're going to start winning some games. Why do I feel like... Can I take a stab at it? Yeah. I think because you want them to. Okay. Then <laughs> then help me separate that and help yeah. me if this justifies it at all. Don't they just have too good of a team to be 500? Don't they just have too much talent to be 500? Had you asked me that four months ago, mm-hmm. I would have said, yeah, of course. Let me give you Let me give you an example. Do you think they played awful against Denver? No. They didn't. They were in the game. They had a chance to win the game. And D'Angelo Russell didn't play. They need D'Lo. Like, whether if a month ago we didn't feel that, today the way D'Lo's playing, that's an important piece. They played against the Pelicans on Friday, second of a back-to-back. They had all five starters score 20 points or plus, Mm -hmm. which I think totaled out to about 119. They hadn't had something like that happen in a really, really long time. That's not always going to happen. You're going to add Dinwiddie to your team. Um, even guys that can just give you some reasonable minutes and will play defense. Cam Reddish is going to come back pretty soon. Max Christie probably after the All-Star break. Vando is the big question mark of whether this guy is going to come back or not. But I don't think it's a stretch to ask the Lakers to start having five of sevens, seven of nines. Mm-hmm. Now they have to show it to us. And we'll find out, you know, kind of going into these last couple of games if they can do that. If they win tomorrow and then they handle the Jazz, that's six of seven going into the break. But even if it's five of seven, at least trending. I, I think you're being optimistic and and because you want it to happen, right? They, they've played 58 games and they've won two more than they've lost. Mm-hmm. Like Bill Parcell says, you are what your record says you are. This isn't 10 games or even 20 or even 30. They've played 58 games. They've played nearly 60 games of their season. They're a 500 team, which means could they win five of seven? Sure. Could they lose five of seven? Sure, that's just who they are. That they're, they're what what I'm looking forward to is not them getting hot. I, I want them to stay out of the play in because that's dangerous. So get to that six or wherever you can. At that point, though, it's what team do you get on any given night? Do you get the team that Ty Anthony Davis said we can beat anybody when we put our minds to it? Okay, that team's pretty good. But, but doesn't doesn't it change your opinion if they? If they go through a streak where they win six of eight games and they and they beat a couple good teams in the process, yeah. it could change your opinion a little, a little bit, bit. A little bit, but again, now I'm I'm having I, happens, maybe I'm having blind faith that that's going to happen, and yeah, I'm they not will end up the doing thing what you, that what hasn't happened to happen next. Mm-hmm. That's just I, I, it just doesn't make sense to me. The thing that hasn't happened all year long is going to happen next. That's unlikely, right? It's kind of like it's the opposite of the Mahomes thing. What happens with Mahomes? Well, he comes back and he wins. Well, what did we expect to have happen? Come back and win. They did. I just think that the Lakers' best shot is avoid that play-in, get in, and because, look, you just got to be good one more night than you're not. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the team that they are. They're slightly better than perfectly average. So win game seven or, you know, get get hot and get it in six. But I'm just not super optimistic that all of a sudden they're going to come with more of a commitment night in and night out they're kind of all over the map with that they've been very unlucky with injuries uh to their supporting cast that mm-hmm. continues on with vando and, and vincent and all these other Christy, guys just the new Christy, one. another mm-hmm. one that their two best guys have been there you know what that's not even fair their four best guys have been their four best guys 
Reeves. Reeves hasn't missed a game. No, Re- yeah. Reeves and Russell, too. Those four guys have been, especially D'Angelo over the last, what, month or so? Yeah. Has been pretty good. Those four guys been have been really pretty good. consistent. The rest of it is the one that you're never quite sure what you're going to get. 11 and 6 in their last 17, something like that. But that yeah. means that they were under for a while, too, yeah. right? So we'll see. The rest, I think, is always good when you have an old player like LeBron. The rest is always good when you have somebody that makes you hold your breath a little bit like AD. The rest is good when you have guys that have little nagging injuries like the Lakers do with some of these guys. Yeah. The, the Vanderbilt one, ugh, you know, you really cried. What did they say? Reevaluate in three and a half, four three weeks? Three to four weeks. Yeah. That, that's the one because that's the reevaluation. It's a big one. Not and, even and, and the, that's, he's going to practice. A, that's a guy that you actually need. I might have a breakfast ball. I'll let you guys know by Wednesday. Hot and cold coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. All right. I love corn dogs as much as the next person. I love a road corn dog at Disneyland. I love a corn dog, but so does Andy Reid. All right. So if that sounds familiar to you, it's the same play that won them the Super Bowl last year, won them the Super Bowl this year. It's a play in which a receiver goes into motion in the last second and then goes back and creates kind of um, confusion on the defense, and th- therefore he's wide open because they're trying to adjust the jet sweep. So. I'm going to play a sound review of Andy Reid um, on uh, ESPN Primetime yesterday after the game talking about why he chose to do corn dog yet again. What was the game-winning touchdown play call this year? Yeah, believe it or not, I mean, we had corn dog last year, and that was corn dog. That was corn dog? This was corn dog with a little mustard and ketchup. Corn <laughs> Well, <laughs> listen, I know you like corn dog. Oh, I love him. I ain't nothing like it. <laughs> so he's with Booger. He says he's a little corn dog with a little extra mustard and ketchup sure. on it. So uh, if you were a head coach, would you – come up with the most fun names to you if you're going to call plays okay so here's the thing that I, i've never understood why more things aren't called corn dog or banana or or just something phone you know computer remote those are easier on remote i run this right but when you hear john gruden go xy spider banana 25 it just it's just this gibberish to me i know it makes sense to the players but even as a player, breakfast burrito. Right. If it's XY <laughs> banana 24, this, that, and the other, and then it's XY banana 23, and the other thing, I don't know what the hell the difference is. You Why know, not call everything weird names? You know, it's funny. Growing up at Kennedy Rec Center, we used to have our coach in flag football, and like it was literally a fruit. We had the, the actual. Um, scheme of the play, we knew it. Then it just depended on what's going to happen after. Yeah. Is it Apple odd number? Is it Apple even number? And it was so stupid, yet it was so simple. We never had any problem remembering it. Granted, it was Kennedy Recreation Center flag football. But if you can roll corn dog in here, then I think it no, potentially no, works. I, I would assume that, you know, Kadarius Tony didn't play. He. <laughs> Let's leave him out. Let's pretend I never said his name. That whoever it is, Isaiah Pacheco is like corn dog. Okay, on corn dog, I block down on the on the defensive end. Whatever it is. Whereas if it's something that's got a a, a sixty word sequence in it, you know, we've heard Matthew Stafford talk about. Yeah, Sean's still talking in my ear, guys. I'll let you know what the playoff what the play is here in a second. If I hear one word wrong, I go the wrong way and the play doesn't work. But if it's you know circus tent, I know which way to go. I just, I just go over here. I, I've never understood why it has to be that complicated. Well, it has to be complicated because people are like, Jim Harbaugh, go and steal your sons. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe. So I'm going to go with who's cold. And now time for what's cold. The Nickelodeon. The Nickelodeon broadcast. 
<laughs> I almost got it right. Uh, all right, so Nickelodeon broadcast. So bear with me while I play some of my favorite clips from the Nickelodeon broadcast. Um, all right, so I know that not all of us are millennials and love SpongeBob. I freaking love SpongeBob, and I, my friends and I were like begging for the SpongeBob broadcast. I don't like it. But the but the people who hosted it did not have it. Oh, anyway, boy. if you don't like SpongeBob. <laughs> Yeah, you do you. Whatever. Uh, I was going to say something else. All right, so... Um, I think I know what it was. <laughs> one of the S. things on the first drive, when Chris McCaffrey uh, fumbled it... Oh, right, Jorge, do you remember that? Oh, oh Chris McCaffrey fumbled it <laughs> on the first drive. Damn. Damn. SpongeBob, see? This Damn. is what see? SpongeBob said when he did that call. Who's got You have to firmly grasp it. Firmly grasp it. George Karloftis jumped on it, and the Chiefs have the ball. Firmly grasp it. Um, all right, and then uh, later in the in the game, uh, Dora the Explorer was the explainer for flags. So if it, it's the first flag of the game in a certain area, Dora would come on and she would explain the, what happened in that play to the kids and people watching. False start is when an offensive player illegally moves after lining up for, but prior to the snap. Where are we going? Back five yards. Oh. Why? Please tell going? me they broke out the map and then made him back up with the map because <laughs> that's the only thing I remember from yeah. Dora is the map. Where are we going? Back five yards. <laughs> uh, and then also SpongeBob had a uh, a joke for the adults here when he saw Leonardo DiCaprio in the crowd. DiCaprio, catch me if you can with these pizzas. Oh. Leonardo DiCaprio is low. Oh. 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 I see what you did there. So he said 25, which is also a joke from SpongeBob. So that's why they threw that one in there. And then here's another one. Uh, so that, that's a joke from SpongeBob. Okay, yes. that's also a not very subtle joke about Leo. Yes, exactly. Which is why we love it. And then the third that's one. That's awesome, by the way. <laughs> I'm also, gonna next year. I'm on the Nickelodeon. If they're throwing heat at DiCaprio, yes, I'm in. They're throwing heat at everybody. So this is the this is the sideline. So this was a bug. So I'm not gonna play the sound of it. But um, this is a running joke for SpongeBob. So I'm gonna play it here. Mm-hmm. Hours later. So it goes three hours later. And so they had the bug on uh, Travis Kelsey's face, and the Chiefs had just scored. And it's like, the Chiefs finally scored three hours later. Um, so if you if you love, you don't have to love SpongeBob, but they do roast everybody. They have the guys who voice SpongeBob and Patrick on like green screens, and they're live calling these plays yeah. with Nate Burleson and with Noah Eagle. And they buy into it. It's funny. It's a fun way to watch it. They It's instructive for kids. So my statement overall, though, is that. It's even worse, I feel like, to get like roasted by Dora the Explorer than it is to get roasted by Tony Romo. For sure. Because it's coming out of an animated situation. It's coming out of something that you would not expect to be somebody throwing heat at you. It's supposed to be it's a safe great. place. Right. It's supposed to be, oh, good try, guys. Mm-hmm. And that they're dropping 25s on DiCaprio. Yeah. And by like- the way, Patrick sounds like Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. And that, <laughs> you need to hold securely onto the ball or it gets the hose again. That guy, like, that was creepy. Uh, that guy voices a bunch of stuff, uh, including Patrick. Um, but they roasted Russell Wilson back in the day when uh, the Rams played Russell Wilson and it, all that good stuff. Um, so I'm a big fan how, of the Nickelodeon How does, broadcast. just out of curiosity, does anybody have any idea how that broadcast does? How the Nickelodeon broadcast? It I, does very well. I think what... It's really actually a a genius thing from the NFL that you're going to have characters animated. You're you're catering towards all these younger children. If you get in on 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 that and you're six, seven, eight years old, and are you not following the NFL for the rest of your life? I mean, you might have been doing it already, but what a. not unwatchable for the parents either. So it's, it would be watchable for a parent. Like if I had a child and I had okay them watching, because yeah. I, I one they do still call the game. Um, they do superimpose some things. They had like yeah, Sandy Cheeks on the sideline uh, as the as the sideline reporter. There's stuff that like is enough stuff for older adults, and then it's also good for kids because it explains the game. And they also do a lot of things where like they have Squibb waiting in line for the bathroom <laughs> because they filmed it out like earlier in the week. Anyway, I'm a big fan. It, I love this. G- there's no wrong way to watch football if you want to watch football. 
right? So if you want to watch it with a traditional Jim Nance, right? Guy been yeah, doing yeah. it forever and ever, and it just it's the soundtrack of football. Al Michaels, Jim Nance, whoever one of those guys. You want something that's a little goofier? You want something that's got cartoon characters and Dora the Explorer? Fine. You want something with no yeah. soundtrack at all, just the natural? Fine. Just more football is always a good thing. Okay, does what per Tony Romo? Does anybody hate him? He was everybody's favorite, and right. then he was everybody's least favorite. I thought he did a fine job last night. I thought night. he did fine too. Yeah. Is it is it as simple as especially if you when don't the game like got him, good? Is it as simple as if you don't like him? Probably. Then anything that comes out of his mouth, you're not going to give him credit for. You're not going to. Don't get me wrong. He has a couple moments where I'm like, Tony, I don't know where you're going. Maybe you're trying. Everybody too hard. does. But and I'm not comparing him to because there's definitely player or there's definitely other people who would sit in that chair that I would prefer. But I thought Romo was fine yesterday. I, I thought I, I thought there were predicaments where I'm like, hey, that's a really, really great observation. I knew he was going to get heat right up until the game got good. Because once the game got good, I thought he was really good. Prior to the game getting good, it's mm. like enough of the singing, enough of the like it's fine. It didn't bother I don't really care all that much one way or the other. But when it came down to pointing out A Hey, you got to spike the ball here. Hey, you got to go for it here. Hey, you got to take the ball second. Yeah. Like all of those sorts of observations, I thought more were aggressive. Pop, were, he pointed out corn dog right afterwards too. Like yep. what was happening here and yep. why it was such a good play. So I, I couldn't hear the broadcast at my party, so I can't speak to last night's game. People, but generally, hate this guy. I think why it's because he takes. He's kind of. A swing guy. He takes swings he does. to be. He's not going to be the average play caller. He's going to be really animated. Yeah. And he's going to say a lot of things. He's going to take swings, and that will make people mad. Let, let, people let me let me put it this way. I didn't walk away yesterday saying, you know what, this guy. Uh, we we didn't even really get a chance to get in it with with Greg, but Greg was saying Bergman was talking about how. He just hated the call, right? Yeah. I didn't walk away saying anything other than, yeah, that was fine. Like, it was all good. It wasn't, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it was the greatest broadcast I've ever heard, but I'm also not going to churn it down because it was Tony Romo. When you needed insight, he had it. I think, to, to M's point, he's he is a swing guy, and it can feel – I don't find him inauthentic. I think this is the guy that he is, but I can understand why someone would feel differently. He's a little corny. Maybe that's the best that way to do it. it. Sometimes he can be a little corny, and that can make rub people the wrong way. Hot and Cold is brought to you by NextGen, the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. Call 833-3-NEXTGEN. That's 833-3-N-E-X-G-E-N, or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com. Also, so – by the way, for this, it's like, you know, it's if I'm going to pick a broadcast to listen to, I'm going to listen to Patrick Starr and SpongeBob because <laughs> I really enjoyed them. And so I will listen to them over Tony Romo any day. That's why they make more than one flavor of ice cream, Al. You can, you can I'll right. go over here, you go over there. It was it was fine. It was good. And I love uh, anybody that's making fun of Leo. That's all fun. The Dump, coming up next, it's Travis Salee, 710 ESPN. Right now is your chance to win two tickets and a chance at Inside the Ropes at the Genesis Invitational. Such a great event. You got a chance to get inside the ropes with the players. How about that? 877-710-3776. That's 877-710-ESPN. Caller number seven wins a pair of tickets. The Dump coming up next is Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. You guys, you guys got to remind me to turn my, uh, my headphones back on after we do that. I'm sitting there having a nice chat with Al, telling about watching yeah. the Warriors over on Saturday night. And I heard the intro coming in, and I was like, tell me more. <laughs> UCLA has a new uh, football coach, former UCLA running back, former uh, NFL running back, and he was the running back's coach at UCLA. Deshaun Foster is the new head coach of the Bruins. So what does that do for you? You know, it's it's funny. I, I And I saw that he's been an assistant there, I think they said since 2017, mm -hmm. I want to say. Um, I don't know. I actually have a real curiosity of what UCLA fans think about this, what other football th people think about this. Let me just give an idea, and you, you know, obviously share yours. What would a DeMarco Farr say? What would a Kirk Morrison say? What would some of these guys say about the one the I want to know is Mo, like because Mo as a Bruin, mm -hmm. I it is familiar with the program on a level I think that you know above and beyond most people. Um, this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, I think you got to try to take some sort of swing like like this, yeah. right? Somebody that wasn't a coordinator at another place or a head coach at another place. Just say, look, this guy's in the program. He yeah. knows the players. This is a big year for UCLA. They're going into the Big Ten. Um, it, it's the, the the pool is getting deeper, not more shallow. That UCLA was a middle of the road Pac-12 team. You're going to a better conference, and you're taking the best Pac-12 teams with you. Yep. It's you know of the four teams that are leaving to go to the Pac-12, uh, the Big Ten. Yeah. UCLA is the fourth best of those four teams. You know, SC, Oregon, and Washington, they're in the fourth slot there. They're not as good as Michigan, as Ohio State, as Penn State, as Wisconsin. So that's 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 what I'm saying. And a head coach on top of it, a new head coach. Let me ask you this. If a lot of the people that were complaining about Chip Kelly, I hear from John or I hear from Greg, and it was, hey, look, this guy doesn't want to work in the NIL world, um, doesn't want to work with donors and so forth and everything else. I guess my question with this hire is this, is he going to be able to connect better to players and recruits? And you know what? You can go to SC or Michigan or one of these others. You're going to be on the depth chart. Come play at UCLA. You're actually going to get playing time. You actually get an opportunity. How's he going to do in the NIL world? How involved is he going to be? The Today's college football, I think you might have said it, you got to be a CEO. That's what... The coach is basically the CEO, and I'm, I'm curious to see how it all pans out. He can't be worse at it than Chip Kelly is, talking about the things that you're talking about, talking about interacting with media, talking about interacting with alumni, interacting with boosters, interacting with the NIL guys and, and the, the deep pockets that come along with that, connecting with the kids on a level that goes beyond, hey, I need you to block this guy in this formation, right? Mm-hmm. They, you yeah. you got to be able to coach football. you got to be able to drop a play. you got to be able to hire staff and all these sorts of things, but – you are the face of the program. You are the guy that has to be able to walk into that room with all these guys with big fat checkbooks in their back pocket mm-hmm. and leave with a lot of their money. You got to be able to do that. And then you got to go give it to the players. You got to go figure out a way to connect so they want to support your program. Chip Kelly could never do that. Chip Kelly knows football. Yeah. You block this guy, yeah. this guy blocks that guy, but all of that can, other stuff, can awful. I tell, at can it. I tell you something that, you know, if you said it's one man's opinion here. If you said of all the college football programs in the country, one of the most disappointing oh, yeah. college football programs in the country, can someone explain to me why UCLA is not top 25 every year? Two two reasons, and this is I, I think this is true. Bro, the athletes are everywhere. You don't want to go to the University of California, Los yep. Angeles. Like It's an amazing school. It's an amazing school and an amazing spot. It's a beautiful campus. It has a rich tradition of athletic success, all of these things. I think there's two reasons. Number one, they have academic standards that they actually adhere to. So that's going to that's gonna get a bunch of people. And now Michigan has athletic standards. There are other places that have athletic standards that still compete at a very high level. Sure. Stanford has athletic uh, standards. Notre but, Dame. Notre Dame. But UCLA, they, you need to be a student to go to school here. So that, okay, there's, let's just say, half yeah. the pool. Yeah. They're gone. That's number one. Number two, I don't think they want to. I don't think they care if they are or they aren't. Well, then that's it. Want a, yeah. want a national that, championship in their time at, at their in college, and you're not going to do that with UCLA. No. But wait, but that's or it. probably but, win the okay, league, so or go let, to a let, fun let's bowl. Let's go. Let's go to what you just said. What What would be the reasoning to they don't care? It's good for the university. It's, it's good for your exposure across the country. I'm sure it adds, like when I think of some of these other college football programs, one of the first things, I, if, if I go back to I'm a high school student, I'm, I'm, I'm picking between colleges, sure. and I could go to Oregon, or I could go to think of a, a, a school that is equivalent in their um, studies, 
but has a terrible football program, I'm picking Oregon. Sure. Because there's there's something to that connection. It just I, I don't know. It Have doesn't make any room? sense to me. It, it, it's expensive, and they don't care. And and there's no guarantee that even if you throw a ton of money at it, that it's going to work. So I think they're – look, we're, we're going to play basketball. UCLA is really good at the Olympic sports. They're good at yeah. track. They're good at swimming. They're good at tennis. They're good at baseball. They're yeah, – we'll just- Laugh at them when it comes to the most important it's, program in all of. It is the most, but at UCLA, it's the basketball program is the most important. But UCLA, the football, it's the what most I, what expensive. I, what I mean is, it's the and you're right. You see, that is the most important. But college football, that's King Kong, right? Of all the athletics that are out there, that's the one that I, I think if your top 25 has the most potential of oh, sure. revenue. This sure, that, you know, but all that they, stuff. They, they're kind of trying to do what Duke does, right? We're going to be North Carolina. We're going to be a basketball. Kentucky. We're going to have a football Virginia team. Like so Virginia, like right. what school I went to, mm-hmm. their football team has been bad. They've they've had times where they've been good, but every other sport they're winning national but, championships in. Yeah. I just I go back to it's such a great it is university it's just they play at the Rose Bowl like there's so much that's already there you're located in Southern California you got the best athletes in the country Emily you got sixty bucks burning a hole in your pocket maybe maybe you can go buy the uh, Ben Affleck Matt Damon Tom Brady Dunn King's uh, sweatsuit ensemble sixty bucks if you want can't actually fired. they're sold out now <laughs> they'll, re- they'll restock <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's I think so funny. Restock. Because like they, I I think that that honestly it would be such a conversation starter. Because I do love Duncan and I am a big fan. I was in the Northeast for a couple of years, and Duncan rocks. And I I would I would rock a Duncan jump, jumpsuit. Where do you wear it? Uh, to church. work, to church, church, to a date, yep. to the club. Yep. I would wear it everywhere. Okay, that would be amazing first, if you wore it on a date. That would date. be really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, everyone loves it. So I'm, I, I, if if the station is listening, I will wear the Dun King's <laughs> jumpsuit if someone gets it for me. So, okay, sixty bucks is a little rich for a gag, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like if it were twenty or twenty-five. It's, it's both a sweatshirt and and pants. And so is it's it like a, like a yeah. Al Davis jumpsuit situation or is it a two-piecer? Do we know? Uh, it's two it's pieces. Be two so pieces. It's, it's the windbreaker, yeah. I think, and like the joggers. So yeah, I would. I sixty bucks, I think, is the right price. Actually, <laughs> Duncan probably won. That was. That was one was of the best spot. commercials that were there. It was a good yeah. spot. That one and the uh, the Arnold one that we both liked a lot as well. Uh, JJ Watt's hair got a lot of. By the way, oh his tweet gosh. was his tweet was really funny. I thought. Yes. Did you see what he tweeted out? Yeah, basically, like he, he said, knew. if you ever wondered if you change your hair, if anybody would notice, people notice. Yeah, <laughs> because he showed up with a different hairstyle. I was just like, okay, is he in a boy band? Did he get someone mess up his hair right before he went on? On because it looks like he. Had someone tossle his like hair. Looks like helmet hair, right? It was, and then he went on air. It was a, it was a, a choice. It was a very specific choice. I like that he. I, I'm with you. I like when people do that. They like they make fun of themselves in a sense. Of, well, he knew that mm-hmm. he was the topic Talk. of conversation. Yeah. You John, don't want to be trending. Were, were you a Brady Bunch person as a kid, Ireland? Yes. Do you remember the episode where Bobby turned Greg's hair orange with that yes. hair tonic? That's what that felt like to me. Like somebody. Somebody messed him up, and they're like, okay, we're going to try to do the best we can to yeah, salvage this I'm always this thing. surprised when people like freak out over that. I remember one year Wayne Gretzky used to have long hair, and yeah. he got a haircut, and everybody, it was like the end of the world, and that was before <laughs> social media. I was going to say, that's before we really started caring right. about the dumbest things in the world. Cody, you know what we should do right now? We should do a little super crosstalk. Bonk. Oh, there he is. I He's like I'm that. like, where did that go? Is he I on like Comrex today? I know he doesn't like that. How did your bets do? You had some whack parlays going into this. Yeah, I hit one of them. Okay. Uh, I ended up losing sixteen grand in mythical money wow. over the course of the bets. But, but, Reba McIntyre screwed me. Well, there's a little controversy. What, why? What, I, because I took the under. She, but the, she, so I also had the under. She the, went. What she end up? She wait. ended with a kind of a flourish at the end. Right. Oh, right. Wow. So she the, home of the braved it like twice. Right. She took. So is it at the end of the first one? Or oh, you can't home of the, no. the brave twice. She yeah, did. but if you do, you can't. Like, I don't think I can cash that ticket because I don't think so the either. song was still going. Yeah. But had she not done that, um, I would have hit. A big parlay. Another parlay? Yeah, I missed. That was the only thing on that that I missed. Oh, no. And the easiest How many one other you legs? had. The easiest uh, one you had it was, was one the, of four. Oh, and I hit 14? the other three. Okay. Then I hit a three-team parlay. Yeah, you hit parlay, a three-leg, right? And then I had a, a Hail Mary parlay where it was seven, and I hit five out of the seven. 
The easiest one you had was the Taylor Swift. I think was five and a half. Yeah, I, I didn't. I ended one. up not putting that easy in one. anything. Yeah, uh, over under. They oh show God, her five were, and a half. They were, of course, they that were was over go. by a couple. <laughs> yeah, a couple a dozen. Couple? Yeah. yeah, that was easy. So the one that uh, the one that I lost, I had a four way parlay that would have paid me twenty two k. I bet, I bet two grand, eleven to one odds. Anthem under 90 seconds is the one that blew it up. Mm. No score in the first seven minutes. You got that. I got that. Mm. Jersey number of first TD odd. Christian McCaffrey, yeah. 23. Okay. I got yeah. that. Good. First offensive play of the game, run. run. Got that. Reba screwed Reba. me out of 22. <laughs> so Mason made money. Yeah, I made I made 23,000. Oh, that's a big swing. 30K on the I bet the coin flip for the first time ever. Did you and, hit it? Uh, tails oh, you did, did tails? fail. I know. Not I in overtime, heads. it didn't. 10,000 on heads. It, head, heads. it hit in overtime. That's, it, when it, it, that's what mattered. That, well, yeah. I like when did. Warner goes, tails again. <laughs> then the guy goes, all right, tails again. It yep. just seems the contempt so, in his voice. I did have a, ver- a really good – so I was at a Super Bowl party, very fun Super Bowl party, with maybe 25 people. Big party. And I was in charge of the squares. Oh, okay. So we had to sell 100 squares, 5 bucks a square. Um, and towards the end, like, I bought 10. And then I realized, oh, we're going to have too many left over. So I bought five more. And at the end, we had five left over, so I bought five more. So I bought 20. I spent 100 bucks on squares. Okay. Okay. First quarter, zero zero. Some guy wins hundred bucks. Second quarter, Lisa hits my wife. Oh, nice. Yeah, hundred bucks. Third quarter, Lisa hits again. Right. Oh She's my god. She's got gosh. one more number, zero and three. Right. You're right. Those are good so numbers. So then, then there's a woman named Teresa that, as soon as the Niners scored, and all she needed was the extra point, and oh. she was coasting to the fourth quarter win, which was two hundred dollars. Yep. He misses the extra point. It goes overtime. Lisa wins again. She had oh five and two. Gosh. She had four hundred dollars in square pools. So it was the most lucrative. I wow. first of all I went. I drank a lot of their booze. I ate all their food. <laughs> and then you and walked I took out with four hundred. Well, and Lisa's being kind of a jerk about it. She sent a thank you note to the people that hosted the party with her fanning her money. <laughs> and I went, that's rubbing it in, and it's a party that's foul. Funny. Well, 100 right? of that was the money that you guys threw in to begin with. Right. So, so 300, but $300. Yeah. 300 net. That's, that's nice. pretty good. Yeah, so. Do you file that as part of your taxes, or is that <laughs> I, under uh, the table? I might have to now since under, you brought it yeah, up. Now, <laughs> now that you mention it. Uh, no, yeah. I will not be filing that on my tax return. Usher, uh, sure. thumbs up, thumbs down. I give them thumbs medium. Medium. Yeah, yeah medium. I thought he was good. I'm not an Usher fan, but I thought he, he met the moment. I was shocked, and I sent this in an email to Mace today, at the disparity of reviews. Like, I found one review that said he was electrifying. Mm-hmm. I found another one that said he fizzled. <laughs> I found another one that said beginning, terrible. Terrible. That's what nailed, you can half Nailed the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's... Well, when he brought uh, on thought, other people. <laughs> yeah, right? I thought all things considered, he met the moment and was fine. What did you guys say? I didn't get the rollerblade thing. I love that. That I, was like the highlight. I, I, I didn't I dislike it. I'm like, I was nodding out. When until did the, the rollerblade roller... have its moment? Like in the mid '90s? Well, he apparently like he's had this out of time. residency in Vegas all summer long, and then before that in Paris. And rollerblading is apparently that's part, part of his of show. All of it. Back? So if you okay. had rollerblading is... on your bingo card, you were a winner <laughs> yesterday. Mace, you can you can maybe back me up on okay. this. So I at one point I was interviewing at a baseball game i was like the roving reporter at a baseball game and i was interviewing bruce jenner before he transitioned okay and i'm sitting in the stands interviewing bruce jenner and at least two or three people came and said pointed to him and said can't stop the music and and bruce jenner said i looked at him i go what are they saying he goes i was in a movie called Can't Stop the Music. Most of it was on roller skates, and it's very popular in the gay community. Okay. Well, it so, starred the village people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, good start. Uh, and I, he <laughs> said, so if somebody walks up to me, like what you just saw, and says, Can't Stop the Music, chances are they're gay, and they've seen that movie four or five times. <laughs> yeah. So that was when- What's it, it called? Can't Stop can't the stop Music. Can't Stop the Music. And I always wanted to make a, there's a I always thought it would be the subject of a book or a movie or like, a doc can't stop can't stop the music because uh, it was it, it was, had a cult following it was the heart of disco 
And this movie comes out with, I think, Valerie Perrine and Bruce Jenner and, and, and the village people. Yes, and Steve Gutenberg from, <laughs> from Police Academy. And yes. Cocoon. <laughs> yes, and Cocoon. And weirdly directed by, and I don't know if anybody remember, a woman named Nancy Walker, who was a okay. sitcom star back mm. in her day, but to the best of my knowledge, had never directed the So, story. but Trev, I think that's the answer to your question. When was roller skating a thing? <laughs> About the time they, what movie, what year was it? 1980. Wait, you're missing Three's Company, which was a great roller Colin skating Walker, show. No. It was in the open. Yeah, yeah. On the beach. Yeah. On the boardwalk like a By the way, girl ride skates that's like him. 1982. Oh, yeah, right. That's about the same time. Roller skating, I think, has been very popular within the African-American culture community. Like, that's a thing where they're really like it's since I want to say the 60s. It is kind of was Cam Newton was doing some one of his podcasts. And it's there's like, a good documentary about it on HBO yeah. about this specific topic but so i thought i thought usher again met the moment and and you know checked all the boxes and i was surprised the beginning at, was bad i guess the i thought the bad. beginning was shaky yeah well you lost a little dough right because you bet on yeah I, I the first yeah song. he closed with song. yeah right and now it makes perfect sense why yeah. you would close with because you're yeah. bringing that's what i thought he would do because you're bringing out ludicrous and you're bringing out little john yeah you can but watch he also, he also brought out will i am he brought up her, Alicia yeah. Keys, Alicia, Alicia Keys, Alicia Keys was amazing Once you got past the first I don't know, yeah, I don't I know. know what else the first you would note. want yeah, right. from Usher. What I, else would you guys I, want? I'm not an Usher fan. I'm Usher agnostic, indifferent. You know, I just, yeah, I, I was surprised I'm not a huge he got fan. the gig. I said last week, I said, I don't think he's a big enough star to get the Super Bowl gig, but I thought once they gave him the gave him the job, he, he kind of nailed it. Yeah, and he brought in great guest stars. And by the way, if you're watching slow-mo, him going through Will I Am's legs, you know how he skates <laughs> yeah. through? sure. He is on a shin and almost falls out of that. Oof. He was very. If you watch yeah, so the slow, if yeah. you watch the slow mo, and I did, uh, <laughs> he's just just barely survives that. Okay, quick quick question on the actual game. We're talking. About, oh right, I, the game. I, I, yeah, I know. There was a game. I got yeah. a lot of follow ups on can't stop the music. So get this oh, okay. out quick. Good. <laughs> Shanahan. Did he know the overtime rules, or he? Did I not? think not a chance. No, no. I think he knew. I don't think he told his team. That's worse. Right. That's worse. In other right. words, if he meant to do that, After the it's game, a really bad call. Kyle Juszczyk, somebody asked him. Yeah, and he was really close. Juszczyk was Armstead, honest. Armstead, too. He said, I was under the impression that had we put that ball in the end zone, we won the game. Um, I'd forgotten they had changed the rule. Really? But but they said it. Right before. Right. Nance yeah, and Romo it. said yep. it. And I went, oh, yeah. They changed. I both sides it, get a chance. Yep. Yeah. Both I sides find get a chance, it strange yeah. that with two weeks to prepare, you wouldn't at uh, least mention the, that to your team. John, that's exactly why I don't think he knew the rule. Exactly what you just said. It's what I've been saying all You're day. You're saying Shanahan didn't. Know I the don't rule? think he did. I don't think well, he, he did. understood the rule. He just didn't understand the implications. Uh, I, of I, it. Now look at defending. Wait a minute. First you thing. don't think he thought he was going to score and win? Do no, you? No. No. What he thought was at least what they said. Analytically, no, we no, get no. the ball two out of three times, which is why they did it. What, That's he, why he was explaining it the way he did. I don't think he. I think he thought that the it was the regular NFL overtime rules, which is if I score a touchdown, I win. If I score a field goal, then they go back and they get a touchdown, they win. That this was not going to be one of these situations that they you. get it back the entire time. Because here's the thing: you would never take the ball first in this situation unless you thought if I can go down and get a touchdown. Down the game's over. Right, right, right. It's the only reason to take the ball first. Otherwise, you, know you, you take mean. it second, and although, you get four downs to get know, every first down. Right. Although I, I agree with everything you're saying. I think you made a mistake, but is that why they lost? I'm not probably sure. not. No, I, I, I don't think it's as big of a mistake as it's being made out. I, to I be. think it's a huge mistake for this simple reason: you gave the best player on the planet an advantage he didn't need. An extra well, down think, during every exactly. Think about right. what yeah. think about what you just said, and take the best player on the planet out, and just put Chiefs in. Yeah. So if you go back and look at that game, the little things all went matter, way. and they yeah. all went the Chiefs' yep, way. Yep, they did. My, they were storming down the field to start the game, mm -hmm. and McCaffrey fumbles. fumbles the ball. Late in the game, the, the muffed punt was, was brutal. brutal. The punt, that was and, brutal. Then, and, John, the, the punt missing was the just, kick the punt was also was just Bad luck. Yeah. Right. Well, and, by the way. Think about how different that game I've is. I've talked to so many football coaches that, that say this, that say, we always coach players 
to fall on the ball. Yes. Don't try and pick it up, fall on the ball. And there was an, it might have been Ray Ray McLeod, it was. had a chance to fall on that yeah, he and tried he to tried pick to up, pick scoop. it up. So you can't keep doing that. I agree. And, not pay, you, and Mason had, had the big one. That kick was super low. It was. It wasn't a good kick. It was just a bad kick. It wasn't a good kick. you miss an extra point. You muff a punt. You fumble when you're on your way into the end zone. All that adds up. All of that adds up. Any of that goes the other way, they probably I agree with you. But just to kind of put a button on this before we go back to Can't Stop the Music, because that's what I'm most (laughs) interested in, um, is that you don't not – the reason I don't think he knew the rule is the first thing we thought. Here's the other part. All of the Chiefs players, like we've been talking about it all week. We've been talking about it the entire playoffs. The playoff overtime rules are different. Andy Reid said, this is how we're going to attack overtime. Juszczyk didn't know. Armstead didn't know. They never came up in a 49er meeting that these rules were different, which means one of two things. Either he didn't know or it's coaching malpractice to not say, guys, here are the rules in overtime. They're different. We're going to okay. approach this differently because of these reasons. Right, let me come back at you a little bit on it. I think everything you said is fair, but I'm a player. Does it change in any way what I'm going to do when I get on the field? All, no. It, the only thing it changes is the guys that went out and made the call, right? I mean, ultimately— well, there was only one guy. It was Fred Warner. Okay. It, ultimately, and he won the coin toss. Right. The yes. guy that wins the coin toss, he's the guy that has to know He has to, to know, defer. but what it does change is it changes your play calling if you're Kyle Shanahan. I have three downs because if I get stuck in the middle of the field and it's, three, it's, it's an third one. and nine yeah. and we get four yards— I'm probably punting it away. If I'm the Chiefs in the same situation, I'm going again. I got four downs. It's just it's there's no one. reason to go there's second. No Even if I go they, punch it in. No Mahomes reason. converted a fourth and one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was Scrambled a great play, himself. too. It was a great RPO, and he but just I, scooted I, I up the think middle. You need those little things sure. to balance out. And they just, like you said, Slee, it, it just didn't. All the little things went the Chiefs' Well, And, and think of this, too. The You got the Niners almost lost to the Packers, almost lost to the Lions, had a chance to beat Kansas City. Kansas City had to go through Miami, Buffalo, Baltimore, two of those games on the road, and beat the 49ers. Right. That, they're the champs. What do you think the Rotten Tomato score for Can't Stop the Music is? 11%. No, no, no. It's better. Uh, 32. I'm going to say 29%. Would you say 32. Out? 29? Yeah. Would you say? 11. He wins because it's Price is Right <laughs> rules. It's 22, but you guys went over. Oh, but yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was awful. How much would you pay to watch this on Apple TV? Because it's I on would, there. I, I would not. Is it three ninety nine? It I is three ninety nine. Yeah, I'm $3.99 not three ninety nine for Steve Gutenberg, Caitlyn Jenner, Valerie. Per, is it Perrine Mace? Yeah, Valerie Perrine. And, da- and all the Village people: yeah, David Hodo, Felipe people. Rose, and Randy Jones. You're all set. You're ready to go. Now yeah. I know what I'm doing for the rest of the day. Super Cross Talks brought to you by In and Out Burger. In and Out. That's what a hamburger's all about.